Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of Real Talk Real Estate. Hope everyone had a fantastic day today. Uh, had a great weekend. I know we had a lot of awesome web weather this uh, weekend, which was fantastic to see. I know today's been uh, raining a little bit, but hey, you know, it's springtime. April showers bring May flowers and all that. So uh, hopefully it won't be going too bad. I know they said there could be some lightning and some storms coming this way. So I'm wanting to try to get this done, make sure I don't lose any power. Uh, so this whole video comes through, okay? Uh, I saw the lights flicker a little bit earlier. So hopefully that's not an issue for us tonight. So uh, today, specifically what I wanted to talk about, and I posted a little bit about this earlier, is um, I've been talking about this for a while. We are currently experiencing a seller's market here in Southwest Indiana, which makes a lot of people think there's a lot of easy things you can do, and you can really overlook some important details that I find uh, when they're trying to sell their house. What I think is most important is to make sure that I get some of this information out there so that you understand there are some things that you can do that other people might overlook to kind of give yourself that competitive edge, especially when there's a lot of people who are trying to get out there in front of a lot of buyers and compete to get their home sold. So seven important things that sellers often forget to do. I will put a link to the article where I found this on Realtor.com in the description for the video up above or down below in the comments. I'm not sure where I'll be able to edit that in, but I'll make sure that you can get uh, this information. There's a lot of good stuff there. Um, I'm going to kind of go through briefly and give you the information, uh, but I think if you really want to dive into it and check on some additional things, it's good to check that out as well. So the first thing I want to tell everybody to do is Google your address. Every single listing that I take when I'm working with the seller, I tell them to give me a couple days and then Google their address because I want them to see exactly how their listing is presented across the internet. And a lot of people don't realize that that's something that's really important to do because each different website where it goes out, it may look a little bit different and I want them to know exactly how I'm presenting their listing online. I think it's a great idea for them to make sure that everything that I'm putting out there is good information, that they're happy with the information, that they like the photos that I put out there, or if maybe I've missed something, they can let me know about that because there could be pertinent information that people don't think about that they should share with a lot of prospective buyers. So always Google your address and don't just do it once, do it throughout the listing period. I know right now we're in a market where, you know, our cumulative days on market for a lot of listings is hovering right around 65 days. So they're not lasting really long, but sometimes they may be on the market a little bit longer and you may want to double check and see and make sure that your listing photos of the exterior of your home are current to the season that you're currently in. So making sure you're Googling your home and checking it out every once in a while is a great thing to do if you have your house on the market. Second thing that a lot of sellers overlook is that they don't provide a list of any kind of improvements or updates or appliances that they've paid for or purchased or taken care of in their home. Um, a lot of times buyers want to see service records for the HVAC. A lot of times buyers want to know how old is the furnace? How old is the water heater? Uh, when was the last time some of these things were serviced or replaced or repaired? And a lot of times agents were scrambling to try to find that information. And if I'm going through and I'm showing a buyer five homes in a day and one seller has that information and another one doesn't, that could make or break the difference on whether or not my, my buyer is ready to write an offer while we're there at the property. So, if you're in a position where you know you're going to be competing with other homes in your price range and you really want to stand out and make yours look as good as possible, provide all that information on the front end. On our multiple listing service, we agents actually have an area where we can go into all the documents that are being provided, which is generally utilized for uh, the seller's disclosure, the lead-based paint disclosure, and all that other stuff. That is a great idea to make sure that you can provide 
that information for all the other things that you've done to the property for the agents to give to buyers as well. So I've got a couple uh, questions that are coming in. Uh, Tyler Shields, does it make sense if you think you may sell soon to make sure you have your photos during late spring or summer where the house could present at its best? 100% Tyler, that is a phenomenal question. Um, I often tell my sellers, it may not be the best thing to do to utilize that. Say if we're in the middle of winter and I throw up a photo of something in the late spring or in midsummer or any other kind of season, I don't want to make that my primary photo on the house because some people may think just by looking at the photo, if it doesn't match the season that, hey, maybe this house has been on the market a while. Maybe there's something going on there. But if I have photos where I can add details online, which I often do, I can say, here's some ex examples of what the home looks like when you're landscaping to full bloom or anything else. So that is a phenomenal question, Tyler. I appreciate that question. Now, uh, another thing that sellers often overlook, the number three thing uh, that came up was not checking the real estate agent's references. Now, I personally primarily work my business by referral. I do everything I can to put my head down and work for my clients and build relationships to take care of them instead of cold calling or door knocking or buying leads because I find that the relationships that I build with my clients allow me to have a better business for myself. It's a more enjoyable business. I get along with the clients great. They get along with me and then they give my name out to other people. Um, it just, it helps out a lot. When I have a personal referral from someone that I really enjoy working with to one of their friends or one of their family members, it makes the relationship kind of kick off on the right foot a little bit easier. Uh, they feel like they know me. They feel like they have some trust in me and things of that nature. But I, off, I also encourage them to make sure that they're checking any references. I, I offer to anybody, hey, if there's anybody you want to check with, you want any of my past uh, clients, names, numbers, or anything else like that, it's a great idea uh, to go and check with them. I actually ask all of my clients whenever I go to a closing if they'd be willing to offer me a video testimonial or anything that I can put online for people to see because it's super important to make sure that the person you're working with is going to be good to work with for you, that they're knowledgeable and, they're under and they understand what's going on in the market. In addition, on this article that I'm going to link to, there are seven questions that you should ask every person who gives you a reference for a real estate agent. So check those out, make sure you're using those. And then after you check out the article, let me know in the comments what questions you think you might also add to that list of things that you should ask a real estate agent before you hire them. Number four thing that a lot of sellers overlook, social media advertising. Clearly doing a live Facebook video, I utilize a lot of social media marketing, branding, advertising all the time in my business. Now, here's the thing that a lot of people overlook. I was looking at a lot of statistics, depending on where you're looking uh, online and, and who's quoting the number, somewhere between 51 to 58% of all website traffic in the past year was actually done on a mobile device. Probably most of you are actually watching this video on a mobile device currently. Um, Cell phones, tablets, these are the primary devices where information is being distributed to clients. So you need to make sure that you're putting as much information out there in a social media or mobile uh, platform as possible. Uh, the National Association of Realtors says that 90% of buyers are actually searching for their homes online. So why are they doing that? 
like I said, they're doing it on mobile devices. So having it on your website, having it on your company's website, having it on the multiple listing service, having it on uh, the uh, on Zillow or any other real estate platform that's out there is a great thing to definitely do. But making sure that you're getting there on social media is super important as well. I can't tell you how much increased traffic I get to my listings through my social media campaigns that other sellers just may not be getting because their agents aren't doing a social media campaign. So Instagram, Facebook, Facebook, Twitter, these are all great things that your agent should be utilizing to try to get as much distribution on your information as possible and put it in front of as many buyers as possible for you. Uh, number five, this is one thing that I often overlook myself, uh, but I have realized as soon as I read this that a lot of buyers do this, and that's make sure the doorbell rings. And not just that the doorbell rings, but make sure you're paying attention to those small details. Your first impression is the lasting impression that most buyers get when they come to your house. So making sure your curb appeal looks good is a great way to draw them in. But a lot of the buyers that I'm showing homes to actually will push the button. They test the doorbell. They want to know how it sounds. And if it doesn't work, sometimes they go, mm, I wonder what else they haven't been taking care of in this house. So you don't want to set the tone with a bad first impression by not having a working doorbell. Pay attention to those small details. It's going to set you apart from everybody else. And it's going to help put you at the front of their mind when they're thinking back and saying, which home did I want to write an offer on today? So pay attention to those small details. Now, on the flip, once you get into the house, storage, really important thing in a house. And this is something that a lot of sellers overlook as well. People are going to look inside everything in your house. They're going to look in cabinets. They're going to look in closets. They're going to look in the dishwasher. They're going to look in your washer and dryer if they're included. They're especially going to look in the refrigerator. Make sure you are cleaning all that stuff up. I have shown so many houses where people are like, ah, oh, what do I what do? I, do? I got a showing coming in. I need to get stuff taken care of. And they just throw their dirty laundry in the closet. They just throw a nasty uh, pile of dishes into the dishwasher without rinsing it. Or they'll just throw things into the refrigerator, try to get it off their counters. People are looking inside your counters and your or in your cabinets and in your refrigerator. So you need to make sure those things are clean. Again, people want to look at things that they can see themselves living in. And if you don't have it spotless or you don't have it kind of taken care of, people are noticing that and they're talking about it. Trust me, they are talking about it every single day. I hear comments about those kind of things. So make sure you're cleaning inside everything that's staying in the house because a buyer is going to look inside. And last, but certainly not least, make sure you clarify what items are not included in the home, especially in this day and age. If it's something that's built in, uh, like maybe a chandelier or a TV rack that's mounted on the wall, because those things are generally included with the sale. If you're not specific about not having those included, it's a big deal at times because buyers may go in, write the offer, may not even realize that sometimes you'll write excluded on the agent notes or excluded on the seller's disclosure, and they're going to ask for those kind of items. While you may think, hey, I already had it advertised somewhere that that's not included whenever they wrote the offer, if they didn't know it and they've got their heart set on that specific item, that could be a deal killer for them. So one thing I recommend to people, if you have something in the home that typically would be included that you know you're not going to leave, just take a little bit of duct tape or a little bit of a post-it note or something and just write excluded on it. Make it visible to them so that when they're looking at the home and they're coming in for the viewing, there's no question about it. They know that that's not going to be included. Like I said, these are seven details that a lot of sellers overlook 
You want those drapes, Andrea? You know, sometimes we can get you those drapes. We'll see what happens. Uh, but these are seven details that a lot of sellers overlook that I think if you really hammer home these small things and pay attention to them when you've got your home on the market, it could set you slightly above the other homes that are listed. And right now, when we have a limited inventory, any edge that you can get to have your home sold is an edge you need. So, as I said uh, at the beginning, I will link to this article so you can check it out, read it, let me know what your thoughts are, let me know if you have any questions. Also, please keep the questions coming during the live show. I really appreciate the feedback and the engagement that I'm getting on these. Like the video, share it with your friends or anyone you know who is looking to sell their home and let them know about Real Talk Real Estate. I'm going live at nine every Monday. I'm here to help you guys, so let me know what you wanna hear about. Leave me a comment down below, send me a message here on Facebook or give me a call anytime at 812-779-6273. Thanks for checking out Real Talk Real Estate. I'll see you next week.